Well, what's up, everybody? Want to just take a moment to say a massive happy Father's Day to you. It's been a real joy spending Father's Day with Nate over here. We're in a town called Estella, Estella. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's beautiful. And we have just finished our fifth day hiking the Camino and have really uh, started to adjust a little bit. I've got a pain update later in this podcast, but primarily wanted to take a moment just to, to celebrate those of you who are fathers who are sticking with your kids. You know, one of the greatest challenges we face in our world today is the fatherlessness epidemic. Uh, it is an absolute tragedy. It's destroying our society. I, didn't, if you, I don't know if you knew this, but kids without fathers in the home are four times more likely to live in poverty more likely to suffer emotional and behavioral problems, two times at greater risk of infant mortality. They're more likely to go to prison. In fact, one in five prison inmates had a father who's in prison. They're more likely to commit crimes. A study of juvenile offenders indicate that family structure significantly predicts delinquency. If you have a daughter, your kid is seven times without a father in the home, seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen. Teens without fathers is twice as likely to be involved in early sexual activity and seven times more likely to get pregnant as an adolescent. They're more likely to face abuse and neglect compared to children living with married biological parents. They suffer eight times the rate of maltreatment overall, ten times the rate of abuse and more than six times the rate of neglect. So I just want to say to those of you who are out there who are dads who are just hanging in there and you're sticking around and you're pouring your heart out, way to go. Congratulations, man. I'm, I'm just inspired and honored by so uh, many of your, just your vision and your commitment for your kids. And so just wanted to take a moment uh, on this Father's Day just to honor you and to recognize the hard work. I know it can be exhausting and challenging and sometimes you feel like you're wondering if you're doing enough, but stay the course, you're making a huge impact. So thank you. I mentioned uh, on one of the earlier episodes um, about a friend of mine who died and I want to tell you his story because I'm thinking pretty heavily about him and his family this Father's Day. So I want to tell you the story. I want to do it in a couple of scenes. Scene one. It's 2013 and a group of dads have gathered around a document in the members room of Nat Sherman Cigar Bar in Midtown Manhattan. Four fathers representing four teenage sons came together to a meeting that I had called with a vision of developing and walking our sons through the first version of the primal path together. And I knew all of these dads from our church community and their sons were friends with my son. And we just saw this vision of being able to walk them through this six year journey from age 13 up until the age that they graduate from high school and possibly do a gap year and send them out into the world. So we gathered around a table the guy who's paid for the membership in Nat Sherman is a friend of mine named Steve, Steve Foote. Steve was one of my oldest friends in New York, one of the most kind and generous people that I had known. He was always there with a huge laugh. He was always there to make fun of me and to mock my preaching. He was always there to honestly open doors for me and help me understand New York, particularly in some of the earlier, earlier years when I didn't understand how the city worked. He gave me access to relationships, to people, to capital, to really help our church thrive. And he always helped support our family. He was generous with resources to pay for things that we couldn't afford as new church planners to the city. And he was an amazing guy. So here we are sitting in a basement in 2013 of a cigar bar dreaming about walking our sons through the primal path. 
we did an asset map together, which is one of the exercises in the primal path. We literally sat around and said, what do we have available for us to make this an extraordinary event for our sons? I remember leaving that meeting, looking at the rough outline of what is now the primal path and the vast majority of what we talked about in those early meetings in 2013s happened. But as I was leaving that meeting, I just had this sense, I think we're onto something. I think we could really have a shot to raise sons of consequence and for this to be something extraordinary in the world. Okay, scene two. The day before I leave for the Camino, I'm sitting in the back of a church. It's packed, absolutely packed with people. Everybody's dressed to their nines and they're there to celebrate the life of Steve Foote, who the week before passed away of cancer. And it was absolutely shocking because I knew I was coming to walk the Camino with Nate that night. It was one of the last things I did before I got on the plane to come over here. And I remember sitting, I was in the very back row. There was no space in the church. I remember sitting in the very back row and just reflecting on that meeting in 2013. And I just remember being struck with a ton of gratitude for Steve's life, wonder for the legacy and impact that he made, but a profound sense of sadness that he wasn't gonna be able to walk his son through something like I was about to take Nate. And he left six, six kids, he had six kids, and a wonderful wife, Lynn, who had been very kind to us over the years, and as they walked down the aisle and the coffin was carried down, I was just struck with the importance of seizing the moments that you have as a father and pouring into your son. Every day having that sense of connection, every week just checking in, always just monitoring what's happening in the lives of your kids. And so sitting in the back, it just really, really shook me. I was about to leave and spend time with my son and Steve's six kids were never gonna be able to experience that. Scene two, I wanted to just take a moment to honor him. And then scene three, here I am. My son is behind me. He's on his bed. He's got Beats headphones in. Don't know what he's listening to, either Worship or Lecrae. And I have the absolute privilege of doing this 33-day hike across Spain, 500 miles, just unpacking his gap year, unpacking what he's been through the last six years, recapping everything we've learned on the primal path and just catching up on what he's doing. And what an honor to spend Father's Day 2019 six years in the planning to be here now to spend time with him. So I just want to dedicate this Father's Day in memory of my friend Steve Foote and also encourage you fathers, way to go. Hang in there, seize the time. You don't know how long you've got. Love your kids well, pour into them. And they're sitting here with a deep sense of gratitude that I get to be a part of my son's life today. Well, it's the end of day five and I am sitting here in horrific pain, (laughs) horrific pain. I've tweaked my lower back, I can't bend over. My knee is so sore, I can't straighten it going down hills. Nate's jacked up his right knee as well, which is absolutely awful. And uh, I've never been happier or enjoyed it more. We are literally laughing out loud. Uh, Both of us would agree we're starting to uh, adjust a little bit. And uh, I've, I've, I've honestly been thinking, I don't know what base level of fitness you would have to not be destroyed by the first week of the Camino. And several people said to me, the best preparation for the Camino is the first week of the Camino. But 
I don't even know if being like a CrossFit beast would do it. <clears throat> it's just so much variation. And uh, now the heat's getting high. It's going to be in the 90s the next couple of days. So we've got our two longest walks, an 18-mile day and a 19-mile day with 90-degree weather. One of them's up a mountain. So we've got a lot of stuff coming up. We've been sleeping a lot better. We sort of found a hack um, for the hostel situation. Hostels offer private rooms. So for about 40 bucks instead of 20, sometimes 45, you at least get a room without the snoring. And uh, so we've done those and it's made such a difference. It's been so great. So that's what we've been doing. But that's just a little update. We're really enjoying it. I mean, these towns are just absolutely beautiful and it is just picturesque. So we're leaving super early in the morning. Next couple of days, we're heading out at 4 a.m. to beat the heat. But in general, we are really, really loving it and uh, having a great time. Hey, John, loving the podcast. Would love to know what type of gear you're using while you're hiking the Camino. Type of boots, what kind of backpack and gear, clothing, that sort of thing. Hey, what's up, Travis Guffey? Thanks for sending in the message, mate. Hey, everything we're using is Go Ruck gear. I've got the MacV1 boots, and uh, I just, I could not be happier with them. Um, they called them low break-in, and um, yeah, we have just had an absolute delight. Tons of ankle protection, wide base, comfortable. You feel like you have uh, inserts in them, so very, very happy. I've also got a bunch of Go Ruck gear, so I've got the Go Ruck shorts, um, and we have two Go Ruck bags. I'm using the GR3, and Nate has the GR2, and I think... The GR2 is probably the ideal bag. The GR3 is probably just a touch too big. But in general, we are, this event, this uh, whole Camino could be sponsored by GoRuck. It's not, but it could have been because we have so much GoRuck gear. I didn't know about hiking and all of that, uh, but I'd gotten into to rucking as a form of fitness and training uh, for the Camino and just love their gear. Yeah, it's expensive, but um, you know, Nate and I have already been talking and the plan is to make these bags artifacts. And when he hikes the Camino with his son, if he has one, which he's planning to do, um, he's gonna use this bag. So it's got a lifetime warranty. I could not be happy with the GoRuck stuff. Thanks for asking, mate. Peace. Hey, what's up, John and Nate? This is Trenton Morales here in Atlanta, Georgia. Just uh, wanted to wish you guys best of luck as you continue on this journey. Hope you have a blast. Uh, hope you stay healthy. And I uh, look forward to hearing more from you guys. Trenton, what's up, man? Appreciate the uh, the prayers and the well wishes. Hope you're enjoying the ATL. Peace. Well, thanks for listening in, everybody. And... I've got a couple of great uh, things we're going to be talking about in the next podcast episode. We're going to be talking about why young men must be separated from their mothers. We're going to talk about rites of passage and initiation. It's going to be a strong section. I'm going to do that after I hike one of these beast days to give you an update on how we're doing and everything that's happening along with the primal path. So peace, take care, God bless.